Welcome to season four, Fostering Change, the number one podcast in adoption and foster care. You know, each week we speak to the most amazing good humans about topics that touch each and every one of us. If you have a guest suggestion or interested in sponsoring our podcast, please visit us at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. Now, sit back, enjoy, learn, get motivated, and let's speak to some fascinating guests. Well, you know what? It's another episode of Fostering Change, and it is so hard to believe that we have kicked off season four. And for me, I am absolutely loving the guests that we have had. You know, I've actually loved all the guests for the last three, you know, seasons. But it's so funny because I tell my producer all the time that, you know what, this is going to be the last season. But then I get so energized when I read people's books that they send me. And by the way, I get a lot of books sent. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry I can't have everybody on our show But I will tell you, I do read every book that is sent to us. And so sometimes it takes time for me or my producer to reach out to you. But we do, I do read these books. And this particular book absolutely helped me in a time that I truly needed. Let me tell you, it's been lately. You know, being a dad of, of, you know, five kids, and especially when you're raising children who have such different dynamics, and when you're dealing within the foster care system and the adoption system, and dealing with mental illness, and dealing, there's so many times that, you know, I think people think of books when they see a self-help book or a book about leadership, that all of a sudden it's about business. And to me, after reading my friend Racy's book, I was absolutely, it just made me think more about my family than it did about, you know, being the CEO that I've been or, you know, the founder that I've been. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to the author of Leader in Your Truth. Well, Racy, welcome to Fostering Change. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. I'm so honored to be here. Thank well, you. You know, I want to jump right in. I mean, your book, first of all, it's it's a quick, easy read, by the way, everybody. For those of you, you know, a lot of times you see books that these health help books that are, you know, so thick. And so this is not, it's a very easy read. And I use my highlighter quite a bit in your book. And I actually have to tell you, I just recently, and, and you know, my My life is an open story. You know, I have one particular son that, you know, we've had some trials and tribulations with him. And it's been a very rough 24 months um, with one of my my sons. And your book came at a time that I was really feeling beat up as a father. And there was one particular section that I actually, it just, it literally sparked me. And I want to jump right into this. And by the way, again, everybody, the book is called Lead in Your Truth, Eight Steps to Your Most Authentic understand that authentic self in your leadership journey. And by the way, I say this all the time, those of you who follow me on social media, each and every one of us are a leader. Each and every one of us. I have it all over my office. Lead by example. We're all leaders. So this is the one that really hit me. Look for small wins. Back there, that that particular look for small wins. Let's talk about that part of it. What made you write that part? Because then I'm going to tell you what I got out of it. But I want you to tell our listeners and our viewers what you were trying to get out of it. For sure. If this is something I like, especially when you're a high performer, you're a high achiever, you're 
a recovering perfectionist, right? It's very simple to go for the big win. And what I experienced is that when I miss that big win, I sulk and I'm like disappointed and then I'm a lot tougher on myself. And then I also see that in leaders that I support, you know, they have these results that they want to reach. They have these goals that they want to get to. And when we miss that opportunity of celebrating every single day and in every single moment, even if it's just clapping for ourselves or get, do a pat on the back or calling somebody that, you know, that lifts us up, that really want to hear the good things that we're doing, it, it just changes the game. Like it changes that perspective. It changes like the steps that we need to take in moving forward. And I know for sure, like celebrating the small wins and when I get to that big one or I miss it, I'm still having a great time. Yeah. Like I'm still just moving through. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. And, you know, I look at that in many different aspects of my life as me. I am an overachiever. I always have been. And, you know, and when it comes, whether it's my family, whether it's our organization or whether it's my company, you know, I'm always, you know, trying to make sure that I celebrate those small wins at times when I didn't. And just recently, you know, I was doing that. I feel sorry for myself and, you know, oh my gosh, look what. And then all of a sudden I look at these five amazing humans that are behind me on the wall, you know that maybe they don't make all the choices that I would want them to make, or maybe they, you know, but then when I get those little wins, you know, those, those, as you, as right before we were getting ready to tape, I had to pause because my son called me and he doesn't call me that often. Um, not that we have a strength. He just, you know, he's a teenager, you know, I've got five teenagers and (laughs) there are five different ways, but celebrating that win is so important. You know, I have to say as a leader, and again, I think I'm a leader. I think we're all leaders. I was an executive for the last 15 years. I was in banking for 28 of those, those last 28 years I've been in banking. And when I was an executive, one of the things people always used to say to me and, and tried to get recruited by major companies was because I always had employees that had been with me for longevity, long times. My, my last assistant was with me for over 10 years. And I'm, I'm always told that, um, It's because I always, you know, highlight them, that I don't talk down to them. Talk to me about that. What that is, to me, I think is the goal for growth within our community. It is, it is. And, and, you know, Rob, like what I, what comes to mind when you say that is that for every leader, it starts with us, right? It's, um, and there's a, there's a lot of healing that needs to take place for us to really understand ourselves, love ourselves you know, really identify like, this is my truth. This is who I am. I'm accepting of that, the flaws, the strengths, all of it. And I'm going to pivot with this. And that's when we can actually take care of our people and uplift them. If I don't know how to uplift myself, I don't know how to celebrate my small wins and really have fun in the process. It's very challenging for me to do that for other people on my team. And and like some of my clients that I work with, like I actually have one client that was really challenged with like the direct report. So they're director of operations and they're reporting to another leader and they just had a very conflicted relationship. And we shift back and did the work with their self, right? And the moment they understood, okay, this is what my needs are. 
this is what I need to do to take care of myself and grow in the process. And then we can adapt to everything else around us because now we're not just reacting, we're responding and we're thinking before we do. You know what? I say this all the time. You cannot fill someone else's cup until you fill your own. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you cannot. I mean, even the thought of actually trying to fill someone else's cup before you fill your own, it's actually sets you up for failure. It does. You know, it actually sets up for failure. You know, there was another part of this book. And by the way, everybody, the book, again, it's called Lead in Your Truth. And I think that that sometimes it's so hard for us to be truthful to ourselves. I'm not saying being, you know, going out there and, and I'm talking about being truthful to yourself. You know, there's so many times I think as humans, especially those of us who are overachievers, that word no is almost like a rejection that... I say no to you, then you're going to think I'm rejecting. What would you say as a coach? You know, I mean, you're a motivational speaker, you're an author, you're a coach. What would you say as a coach that, you know, you know what, Rob, help me. I want you to help me out because that is my big thing is that, you know, I can't say no. Mm, yeah. The, so the first step is like with embracing our truth is writing it down, right? So like this, I work through with like each of my clients, you write down everything you love about yourself, all the things you do not like about yourself. And that's like the toughest list to write because we run away from it. We suppress it. Like either it's like healing that needs to take place. We need to go to therapy or join like a group to support us. And then also the things that we want people to say about us, write that down. The things that people are saying about us, like negative or positive, right? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. And then that brings us, it brings us closer to our truth, right? And, uh, and that helps us um, center ourselves before pivoting. Wow. I love that. You know, I always say all the time that, you know, constructive criticism is the best criticism anyone can ever give, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. You know, and I tell my team all the time, you know, first of all, you got to, first of all, you got to step your, you got to step back and realize that it's not personal, you know, never. it's not personal. You know, there was a part of your book where you, you talked about confrontation, you know, and how, how we as humans and you all yourself in school, you talked about, you know, how you, you know, the confrontation and sometimes I think that we, we as humans do not want that confrontation, you know, because of more of, you know, it's that criticism, that constructive criticism, you know, we have this thing in our family, which, you know, I write about it in my memoir, I, you know, something my husband Reese and I have done, you know, since the time the kids were little was, we have what we call family forum. And it is a, you know, now that the kids are older, we used to do it once a week when, you know, but now the kids are older, so we don't do it as often, but we get together as a family and we sit down and we have the opportunity to tell each and every one of us what we are thinking. You know, you know what? I didn't like the way you handled that dad, the way that, you know, you came down on me really hard because, you know, I did this, but you didn't do that when, you know, Tristan had that, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and there's no consequences for, for, having that open forum, that open, what we try to teach our children and my husband and I believe is that once you get it out into the open and you say it, you move on. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a gift at a young age. That is a gift. I know I didn't have that. And especially in my culture, it's your, you do as you're told. 
And I was the, I was the child that always asked questions because I'm very curious. I want to know everything. Right. Well, I can tell that by your book. I can tell that by your book. Listen, everybody, again, you know, my friend Racy, she is lead in your truth. She is an author. She is a speaker. You can actually locate her at rbjumpstartcoaching.com. We're going to have that link within this podcast. But listen up, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode of Fostering Change is sponsored by Comfort Cases, a national nonprofit that inspires our communities to bring hope and dignity to our youth that are in foster care. For just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Case mission and help us eliminate trash bags for kids who are entering foster care. For every $10 that you give, Comfort Cases will give a Comfort XL to a child entering the system. Be part of the change. Visit comfortcases.org. Well, you know what? I say it all the time. You know, there's nothing better than a great conversation, and especially a great conversation that truly makes you start thinking. It truly makes you start thinking. You know, so many times I have people reach out to me, whether it's through social media or you send me an email, or maybe you even stop me in the grocery store and you say, Rob, why are you so positive all the time? You know, let me tell you something. I'm not. But what I've done is I've read such amazing books to make me realize that what I put out in the universe is what I get back. And this is exactly lead in your truth. And that is exactly what I'm trying to do. You know what? I have to jump. I want to jump to another um, part of your book. One of the things that I thought we are all humans inventing is a necessity, a necessity, you know, that venting. Okay. Sometimes I think in an office or even at home or in your neighborhood, or, you know, maybe you belong to a, a club or something that we all sometimes think venting is more than gossip. What would you say about that, my friend? Well, how would you, you, you classify that part? It's uh, it starts with the intention, right? So if I am about to, if I am all built up, like there's all these emotions circling and I need to exhaust it out, there's a different, there's different ways to go about it. And again, when you vent, it's you make that intention that I want to release this energy. I want to release this emotion because sometimes we need to release before we take that next step. Because what's happening is you're creating space for what is to come or what is to you're to do better at. And there's different ways we can go about it. It could be journaling, like literally writing everything down out and creating that, creating space in your mind to do the next thing and creating space in our body to take that next step and feeling lighter right? Um, And if it's not journaling, it could be writing a letter to that person you're upset with, or that your organization that you're upset with, and then don't give the letter, just like, write out like your feelings and stuff, right? It's again, like I said, putting it out in the universe, getting it out of your mindset, where you're not tossing and turning at night, continuing to think about that. Exactly. It's like that, the intention And the other part is like having different people in your life that can support you with that. And, and something that I've understand throughout like my leadership journey and my coaching journey right now is uh, knowing like who to call 
there are different people who can hold space for us with different things in our lives. And I firmly believe, and me and my younger brother talk about this quite often, not to put all that pressure on one person in our lives, not calling up that same person to vent about everything, because that could affect our relationships as well. But I get to find who that person is. Rassi, I agree with you on that. You know, I have a, my friend, I have a friend named Bill and I love Bill to absolutely to death. And Bill taught me, he's, I consider him my mentor. And I know he's going to watch this podcast. He listens to all of our podcasts, <laughs> Hi, Bill. you know, but Bill years ago, I will never forget him. And I sitting and he said to me, he said, one of the things that he says is going to make you successful is that you need to put five people around you that you know are your go-to people. And that way, so just exactly what you said, you know, my friend Bill, exactly the same thing he said to me. He's like, listen, you got to put five things around you. You know, the thing is, is that I truly do believe that your book can be used on so many different levels. I believe that, you know, as a leader, you know, it can be used in, in offices. I believe it can be used in organizations. I can, I believe that it can even be used in families. But one of the things that really struck me is we're ending this podcast I haven't told people this I don't think I've ever even said this in all in now four seasons one of my favorite all-time books you know I talk about in my book The Count of Monte Cristo and you know but my one of my all-time favorite books as a leader when I was you know you know climbing up that executive ladder was a book called The Nordstrom's Way Okay, so if anybody, you know, and knows about the the store Nordstrom's, the story of Nordstrom's, the way it grew, the way they look at their leaders, your book literally reminded me of the Cliff Note version of the way. And I was so, so that's why I was so like in just engulfed in this book, because I absolutely I'm telling you. That book sits on my desk at home. This book will actually be here in my office. It is going in my stack. I have a stack of books here that I absolutely refer to because your book absolutely showed me so much. You know, it showed me that each and every one of us have purpose. You know, each and every one of us are leaders. Each and every one of us have the ability to show our emotions as leaders. You know, what what is, you know, Rassi, what is the thing that, you know, as we end this, what would be the one thing that you could tell all of us as leaders, the one thing today that we could take away that could absolutely make a change for us? That, that it starts with us right? Like whatever is happening around you, whatever is happening within your team, within your organization, every time you feel triggered, every time you feel ungrounded, come back to you, come back to what, what can I do? I am the leader. I am who I say I am and take that next step to make that shift in the right direction. Yeah. It always starts with us. I love that. I love that. It's what I say, guys, all the time. Lead by example. Mm -hmm. Lead by example. It starts with you to lead by example. Listen, my friend, you are unbelievable. Guys, I'm telling you out there, I know I have a lot of the ask all the time, but I'm telling you, get this book. You know, it's a quick read. Those of us that travel a lot, I actually read it for the first, I actually read it twice to, you know, the first time I read it, I was on a plane and then I went back and I read it some more and, and, like I said, I, I have little, it's highlighted inside. Um, <laughs> no, you cannot borrow my copy, but I will tell you, you can get your own and you can go to RBJ, 
I mean, rbjumpstartcoaching.com. You know, you coach, you're a motivational speaker, you're an author. Listen, you're also my friend. So I am so, so lucky to call you that. And I hope that, yeah. you know, you keep doing exactly what you're doing, which is filling your cup because you know you fill your cup you fill others everybody this is another amazing episode of fostering change we can never ever thank you enough for all that you do for us the fact that you listen to us on whether it's apple or google or spotify you know or thank you so much for all those subscribers for our youtube channel and keep sharing 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 and if you think you have a book that maybe rob should read pass it on you never know and once again Keep leading by example. Take care, everybody. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening or watching the latest episode of Fostering Change. All of us on our team hope that you've learned something new today and have been inspired to be a good human. Now, just a reminder that you can always find Fostering Change on your favorite channels on Google, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and others including, of course, comfortcases.org. I want to give a big thank you to all of you for joining us each and every week. And a reminder that if you have a suggestion for a guest, or maybe you might have a question about today's podcast, or are interested in becoming a sponsor of Fostering Change, please don't hesitate to email me personally at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. Now, that's it for now. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.